This is Poetry from Studio 47. Welcome. Today's poet is Clement Clark Moore. Moore was born in New York City on July 15, 1779. He was raised in a wealthy family and educated at home. He attended Columbia College, now known as Columbia University, and got his B.A. in 1798. He went on to receive his M.A. in 1801 and was awarded an L.L.D., that's a Doctor of Law, in 1829. Columbia would continue to factor largely into his life because he became president there twice. In 1813, he married Catherine Taylor, and they eventually had nine children. Known mostly for his academic books, he wrote a compendious lexicon of the Hebrew language, as well as a number of biographies, poems, and essays. He was a professor of biblical learning, and he was against the abolition movement. In fact, he owned several enslaved people over the course of his life. He passed away on July 10, 1863, at his home in Newport, Rhode Island. If you haven't heard of Clement Clark Moore, you have unquestionably, without a doubt, heard a poem that has been attributed to him. Our poem today is A Visit from St. Nicholas. It's better known by its other title, though, Twas the Night Before Christmas. I always appreciate it when poetry finds its way into the mainstream, and I like how this poem has become so occasional. Is it even possible to experience Christmas and not hear it? It's as much a part of the sonic landscape of the holiday as The Grinch or Nat King Cole. Here's where the story gets interesting, or at least interesting if you're a bit nerdy, but hey, you're listening to this program, I know who you are. Moore claims to have written this poem for his children and that he read it to them on Christmas Eve, 1822. The poem was published anonymously one year later in the Troy Sentinel. It became very popular very quickly, and it was republished widely. In 1837, Moore said that he was the author, and, in fact, he published it in 1844 along with his other poems. But later scholars have attributed this poem to someone named Major Henry Livingston. There isn't, though, any evidence that Livingston said he wrote it. He never mentioned this to his friends. Or, if he did mention it, we don't have proof that that happened. Some scholars say the writing is more similar to Livingstone than it is to Moore. So it seems we have something of a Christmas mystery on our hands. I'll leave the gumshoeing about finding out the truth to someone else. I have a tree to decorate. This is Twas the Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore, or maybe Major Henry Livingston. In any event, may your day be bright, merry, and full of peace. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky, 
So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too, and then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur, from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry, his droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Poetry from Studio 47 is hosted and curated by Patrick Hicks. All poems used with permission, recorded at Augustana University, and produced by Peter Folliard. Thank you for listening.